Chapter 6 of Stories of Enchantment. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This is a recording by Alistair Hibbard. Stories of Enchantment by Jane Penser Myers. Chapter 6 The Corn Fairy. Little Theo sat up in bed and looked out of the window. It's going to be a nice day. The little girl will be in the corn. We will play all day long. I must hurry. She doesn't like to wait. Presently, her breakfast eaten and her little tasks all finished, she was running as fast as her feet would carry her toward the wide fields of Indian corn. In a few moments, the great blades were rustling above her head. They formed green arches, down whose long vistas the little girl eagerly peered. Soon, with a satisfied laugh, she ran with outstretched hands down the corn rows, and her voice came back chattering, laughing, asking, and answering questions. Theo's mother had often heard her speak of the little girl, or young lady, or old lady, who played or talked with her in the cornfield, but being a very busy woman and having little time to give the child, she did not pay much attention. If she heeded at all, she thought some neighbor or her children had met the little girl while passing through the cornfield. Today, her attention had been aroused, and she began to wonder who it was that Theo was so eager to meet. So when Theo ran down to the cornfield, her mother followed closely. She saw her disappear in the corn, and marking the place, hurried after. She could hear the child's voice close at hand, and another's that sounded sometimes like a human voice, and again like the wind sighing in the corn. After a short search, she saw at a distance her little daughter. But what was she doing? Clasping in her arms a group of corn stalks, and looking lovingly up among the green waving blades. But stay. Were they corn stalks? It surely was a beautiful young woman, dressed in trailing robes of green silk, her hair the color of corn silk, waving around her face and neck. The little girl playfully clasped her knees, while the lady, laughing, bent over her, swaying and bending as corn does in the wind. "'Am I losing my senses, or am I bewitched?' wondered the woman. She was tempted to call her child to her and take her away from the field, but she seemed so happy. Presently Theo sprang away from the corn and called back, "'You cannot catch me!' The wind suddenly blew the tossing corn blades together. When it lulled again, she saw her little girl running down the row, and close in pursuit ran the young woman. "'No, stay!' It was a child, following closely after Theo. On they ran, laughing, calling, and presently they came back, panting. Theo flung herself down to rest in the shade of the corn, and so did the little girl. But now it was not a little girl, but an old woman who sat there. Her face, half hidden by her hood, was wrinkled and yellow. She had a long cloak with the hood closely drawn over her head. Her clothing was made of some material the color of corn husks, and was coarse and stiff. Theo rested her elbow on the w old woman's knee, and looked up into her face. I almost think I like you best this way, she said. You make me think of such comfortable things, gathering nuts and apples and a pumpkin pie and, and Christmas and going to grandpa's on Thanksgiving. The old woman nodded and sighed. Do you feel sad again? Again she nodded. About the corn husking? A nod. But you know next summer will come and you can begin all over again. Just here, Theo's mother thought, I must stop this. The child is talking either to a ghost or a witch. Theo, she called, come to me. The child sprang up from her seat and came to her mother, rubbing her eyes. Now, Mama, you frightened her away. She won't come back again today. She doesn't like folks. Theo, who in the world are you talking about, and why do you race up and down the cornrows laughing and chattering to yourself? Well, I'll tell you, Mama. But first, let us go to the house. She might not like to hear me. Soon after, they were seated in the cool, shaded parlor. The mother took the little girl on her lap. Now, Theo, tell me, she said. So the little child began. Well, Mama, it began long ago by me being so lonesome. 
I haven't anyone to play with, and one day I was out in the cornfield when the corn was just as high as me. And I spoke out loud, and I said, Oh dear, what shall I do for someone to play with me? I shall go distracted. I have heard you say that word, Mama. And I said, I wish a little girl would grow out of those corn stalks. And just as I said that, the stalks parted and outstepped the nicest little girl. She was so pretty. She had such curling brown hair and blue eyes, and her dress was of green silk. And when she laughed, her teeth looked like little grains of white corn, and she was rubbing her eyes as though she had just waked up. And she knew me, Mama. She said, Why, Theo, did you come to play with me? And pretty soon we were the best friends you ever saw. And every day we played and played, only she never would tell me where she lived, and she wouldn't ever come home with me to play. But one day, when the corn had grown way high above my head, and the roasting ears were getting ripe, she changed all at once into such a pretty young lady. At first I cried, for I didn't want to lose my little girl. But the young lady was so lovely, Mama, and she sang to me, and we talked. And so one day last fall, when the cornstalks were turning yellow, I found my young lady had changed into an old one. And I was afraid of her at first. She was so bent over and queer-looking, but I got real acquainted with her, and she told me stories about gathering nuts and about squirrels and birds and, oh, lots of things, and I just love her now. Well, I wanted to tell you, but you didn't pay much attention when I talked to you. So when husking time came, my poor old lady wrung her hands and cried and told me goodbye, and I just couldn't dare to see her go and my dear cornfield torn down, and I felt so lonesome. Well, this summer, the little girl came back when the corn was tall enough for us to play in, and now we know each other so well that she changes just for fun, from a little girl to a young lady, and then to an old one. And she keeps me uneasy, Mama, for I never know just when she will change. She told me once she was an Indian woman, and that she was civilized now. And that's all. Theo ended with a sigh of relief that the story was told. The mother looked at the child long and curiously. Well, I declare, she said. But that night she said to Theo's papa, We must send Theo to a school. The child's head is filled with all sorts of nonsense, it's time she was taught something sensible. And if I were in your place, I would turn that cornfield into pasture land and invest in more cattle. I have been thinking of that myself, he answered. By and by, the mother asked, John, was that cornfield ever used by the Indians as a burial place or anything? I don't know, he answered musingly. I used to plow up arrowheads and pipe poles of red sandstone when I first broke the prairie sod. Why do you ask? Oh, just because, she answered. This concludes Chapter 6, The Corn Fairy, recorded by Alistair Hibbard.